0: If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas.
1: You've probably heard that you are the average of the five people you hang out with. Most. Today, I want to encourage you to stop and reflect for a moment on who you're spending most of your time with. Are they supportive? Are they encouraging? Are they motivated? And are they action takers? Or are they unhappy, unmotivated, and stuck, or somewhere in between? Whoever you surround yourself with, they have a ripple effect on your results. The good news is that surrounding yourself with high-achieving, motivated, happy people accelerates your success. And that's the whole point of this show. When you're ready to take the path toward financial freedom and fulfillment in your life and find out about the various masterminds that are available to you, if you're a high achiever, then we have room for you in our community. Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. This edition, I actually have one of my mentees, somebody who's been part of my coaching and entrepreneurial mastermind group, M1, stands for March to Your Millions, where we help people become whole life millionaires, and we help them get out of the rat race, essentially, and become free. His story is very, very exciting and cool and neat because as a young man in his early 30s, having been uh, the type of guy who followed what... He was told about get a good education, get a good job, get married, get a kid, a dog, et cetera. He had all of that going for him, but he also had a son that got sick and this created a lot of stress on his family because he couldn't always be there to help out. Then he was introduced to my mastermind group. He got involved. He started to see the things differently. He could see that there's other ways to operate. There's ways to negotiate. I helped him get a $30,000 raise at his job. I helped him build his confidence. He started to take some other side courses within our community of public speaking and learning about the gifts that he has so he could really lean into them. And long story short, you're gonna hear a really real story, cool story about he went on to retire a few people in his family and now is a full-blown entrepreneur out of his W-2 and living a pretty, pretty impactful life. The whole life millionaire story of Mike Shogren.
0: Thanks for having me on, man. I'm
1: excited. So let's give them some background on the formal education you got, where you grew up, and then let's talk about some of the shifts you've made in the last three years.
0: Yeah, for sure. So before I got into, you know, M1 in your world, I was, I did what everybody told me to do. I went to school, I got good grades, I got a good, good job, quote unquote, as an accountant. I went back to school, got an MBA, a CPA license, all this stuff. And, um, you know, I had a comfortable salary, right? From the outside looking in, everything looked great. You know, I had a a house, a beautiful wife, a couple cars, a little munchkin. And, um, you know, it was all hunky-dory. But I was just so unfulfilled with what I was doing. And I just felt like there was so much more that I wanted to do with my life than sit in a cubicle 10 hours a day, you know, looking at spreadsheets. And I just didn't know where else to turn. I, I, I did all the education that they told me to do, but I just couldn't find the answers anywhere. And it was very frustrating and expensive.
1: <laughs> How much did you spend on your education?
0: Well over a hundred grand for sure. Between yeah. all the, the colleges and the MBAs and all that.
1: So. And then you got a job that paid you about 110 or something a year, right? Yes.
0: Actually, when I met you, I was at about 80 and then some conversations that you and I had, I was able to get that up to 120, so.
1: Yeah, so you you spend 100 on education roughly and then you get a job worth about 100, so it takes you basically um, 10 years at 10% of that to pay that off. Um, do you still have student debt? I do not. Okay, so that's great because a lot of people have been saddled with that and you kind of got introduced to being an entrepreneur right and the world of entrepreneurship tell us a little bit about how that opened up for you and then and then how you kind of jumped in the deep end
0: yeah before i had joined m1 i i thought i was an entrepreneur right like i had a side hustle i was running a commercial photography business on the side and i thought i owned a business and then when i got into m1 and had some conversations with some amazing people in the community. They were like, dude, you don't have a business. You have a second job. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, (laughs) you're taking the pictures. You're doing the edits. You're sending the quotes. You're cashing the checks. You're doing everything. That's not a business. It's a job. And it hit me like a ton of bricks because I thought I was, you know.
1: Did you get pissed off or how did you feel?
0: Well, initially it was a gut check, but then I was like, wait, there's another way. And it was very eye-opening. I'll never forget that conversation. It was when you and I first met in person in Philly. And I was staying at the, at the Airbnb with a bunch of folks. And um, they basically laid out what I should do. They were like, you need to come up with systems. And I didn't even know what that meant. I'm like, it's a camera, dude. I don't know what you mean by that. And he's like, no, you need to document how, there's a formula that you use when you take pictures. I guarantee that you follow some type of system. He's like, you need to document it. Then you hire an intern to work for you and train them on how to do it. You work with them for a while and then they do it and i was like okay cool so i tried it out i did what he said i went and searched for a summer intern from a a local art school and she came on every photo shoot with me she learned the whole business i created some systems and templates for her to use and um you know that was probably three years ago and now she still works for me i ended up hiring her at the end of that and i just paid her you know 25 percent of whatever we made And recently I bumped that up because she essentially took over the operations and I don't do anything. I don't even see the emails anymore. She runs everything for me. And that business, you know, five years later is still running and still bringing me cash flow every month. And that was like the first epiphany on like what a business is versus a side hustle.
1: Yeah. Some people say it's how much money you make. Well, you're not there. Right. And you were, you were, you were the business. So me, we, they, we talk about that when scaling first, you, you know, master what you're doing, create the systems. Then you do it while you're, you have them do parts of it and eventually they can do it and you're not there. Me, we, they, so there's lots of strategies that are taught in the entrepreneurial world. People are like, well, I'm an entrepreneur. Well, there's, there's kind of like, you know, there's D entrepreneurs and C and B and A and A plus, And the goal is to give people as many tools as possible. Now, what happened with you, because now you're known as the Airbnb guy. That's a shift in identity. We talk about identity, you were a CPA, right? Yeah. You went, you did the right thing, you got an education, you got a job, you had the picket fence, a the dog, the, the wife, et cetera. That was your identity. How did you shift to the point you are today? Because it's pretty, pretty dramatic.
0: Yeah, there were, there were a few key things that really helped that along and the first one was becoming aware of my language patterns right like we're very aware when you come into the into the tribe you know all my closest friends are in the tribe um, and we talk regularly and they would catch me they would sit you know when I was talking about I'd go to a networking event and people would ask me what do I do and I'd say oh, I'm a CPA and they're like why are you saying that you're a CPA like that is not who you are anymore you are the Airbnb guy And by constantly reinforcing that and telling that over and over again, I dropped the whole CPI identity and took on, I'm the Airbnb guy. And, you know, I started getting into the whole Airbnb thing, basically because I got to a point where after our son was born, he was very, very sick and had some health issues uh, that rock was, you know, amazing to help me through for a couple of years. And it was a really tough time. And at one point, uh, we had been in the hospital for about three weeks straight and the doctors were coming in and telling us all this stuff and I, I couldn't even listen to what they were saying. The only thing that I could think about, and this sounds horrible when I say this, but the only thing that I could think about was I've been here for three weeks. I have all these hospital bills piling up. I have no more vacation time. I have no more sick time and I'm going to have to leave my family here to go back and trade time for money in a cubicle. And like, as a man, as a husband, as a father, that was like the worst pain I had ever felt in my life. Like I, I felt like the biggest failure is a human because I couldn't, I couldn't be there when my family needed me the most. And I told my wife that day, I said, I don't, I don't know how, but I am going to find a way to build a business that gives us the income that we need without trading time for money. Come hella high water, right? And it, it was that decision, like that, that extreme emotional event that changed everything where it was like, I'm committed, right? A lot of people say that they want something, but until you're committed, it's a totally different ball game. And within an 18-month window of, of once I started with the, the first Airbnb, we scaled that in a year and a half across five different states to a point where we were generating six figures. And my wife and I both quit our corporate jobs because the pain was great enough and it forced that identity shift in me. I was like, I'm done with this corporate thing. I'm gonna find a way to take control of my time and my money.
1: Now, now, how much of that became fertile because you were around other people that were growing and learning? And for a lot of people that are listening to this, um, it's kind of sponsored by M1, but they don't maybe know what it is. M1 is a mastermind group of like-minded individuals that are hard charging, that want to grab life big, and they want to support, encourage each other and challenge each other to be the greatest version of themselves. Would that be a fair statement? 100%. And so, you know, we know the Roger Bannister effect. We know social proof. We know that when you see somebody else do something, it lends the belief to you when you thought maybe you couldn't do it. And this community of 300 plus people that are charging toward entrepreneurship and and, and starting businesses and writing books and selling products online, how much of that facilitated you in stepping forward bit by bit and having conversations with other people?
0: It's, it's vital because we all have these emotional, these, these periodic pain points that give you that motivation to take action. The challenge is, is that doesn't last very long, right? So you need people around you that care about you, that know what your goal is, that will hold your feet to the fire, even when you don't want to. And it's not from a place of like bashing each other. It's from a place of like, dude, I love you and I know what you're going for. And that is amazing. And I want to support you. And I'm not going to let you off the hook. And by having that support, I mean, I just had my pod call two hours ago before this, I still have that call with the same five people every single week. Cause we all, especially in crazy times when things are going haywire, you want that support system around you.
1: Yeah. And you've got a bunch of people that know what your goals are And because we're humans, we don't want to let people down that are supporting us. You don't want to, like, make an excuse week in and week out. Otherwise, you come off being a loser and a nag and a drain, and eventually this group will either ask you to step up or they'll ask you to step aside, right? Absolutely. So you've made some friends through this group, and you've now come to the other side where you've become very proficient at teaching people how to build the business you built and you've gotten to become a mentor. How's that for you? That is
0: other than quitting my corporate job and having my wife quit her job and retiring my mom, this, this was like the most fulfilling thing because when I met you, you were like, if you had 10 million bucks right now, like what would you actually want to do? And I said, I want to teach people. I want to teach them financial education because I was frustrated after spending all this money on school. Nobody could actually teach me like the actual blueprint for how to create your own income and how to take control of your life. And you were like, that's freaking awesome. And um, going through some assessments, you know, we had some different courses th- throughout M1. I learned that I have some of my unique gifts are I love learning and I love teaching. And I'm, I'm just, I have a knack for it. Really. Like time just disappears. I could do it all day, every day, and be super fulfilled. And um, I knew I wanted to teach and going back to the identity shift, it was like, like I had a bunch of properties going, they were going well, but there's still that little voice in my head. That's like, well, I think at the time I only had five properties and it's like, well, who are you to teach if you only got five properties? And it's just that subtle little insidious voice in your head. And if I didn't have the tribe around me to support me and being like, dude, you are running a sweet business and you're continuing to grow, like do your thing. Like you have a gift for this, do it. And you know, with a lot of encouragement and support, you know, we launched that course a little over a year ago, and we've got over close to 200 students now from all over the world that are launching their own Airbnb businesses. And that by far is the most fulfilling thing that I do from a career standpoint right now is teaching other people how to do it.
1: So I just want to, I want to just give the you go, other than, than, um, I guess the birth of my son and getting married, uh, <laughs> retiring my mother retiring my wife retiring myself <laughs> working at a job where i get to live through my gifts and help other people and live a fulfilling life those are kind of like the tops of the things that happened in the last few years it just kind of dawned on me that those are some pretty epic things
0: yeah and i ran my first half marathon my first full marathon i was training for a half ironman which unfortunately got canceled given everything going on right now but i will get back on the horse whenever things settle down and get that done too but
1: so let's talk about the health garden a little bit because one of the things we're pretty proud of at m1 is that we just don't encourage people to become you know great in one area of their life but to you know embrace and understand the money game but also become a better father a better son a better brother uh, a better steward of your money uh, more responsible and of course energy i believe is the edge so to be able to go out and do something where you're pushing yourself that way. So you ran a half marathon and a marathon. What were the instigators there? So the, the half marathon, it was just, I was seeing a bunch of people
0: in the tribe that were like doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, kind of competitive. So I was like, all right, well, and I'm gonna run a half marathon. And then uh, I got a call from the hospital that my, head, my son had all of his treatments and they have a team that they put through to raise money and they, ha- they were putting together a team for the New York City Marathon in 2018. And they were like, hey, you know, each runner gets, they sponsor a kid. So would you, would you mind if we, if your son was like uh, on somebody's jersey? And I'm like, yeah, but it's going to be my jersey. Nobody else is going to run. And they're like, well, it's full, whatever. And long story short, within a couple of weeks, they called me back and said, one of the runners got injured. You know, would you want to run it? And I said, yeah. And um, this body ran 26.2 miles with my kid's face on my chest and you know finishing that race just solidified in my head that you can do anything if you want it bad enough um you know my body was pretty beat up and there were points when i was like i wanted to quit really bad but i just committed man like it was like it was a done decision and uh when you cross that finish line you just realize like we are limitless if we if we fully commit to something, you can you can literally achieve anything.
1: What I love about the way you say that is I constantly hear you gotta keep on putting yourself around other people that are gonna remind you of the goals you set. The fact that it's not gonna necessarily be easy, but that it's gonna be worth it to push yourself through. And now as you look back, you have a bunch of boxes you've checked on things that you've advanced, shifted, made changes, Um, retiring your mom, your wife, and yourself with a child that required some extra attention was a huge win for your entire family. Having places to vacation that you dreamed of, um, you actually had a picture of a place prior to getting you one of your first Airbnbs. Why don't you tell that story?
0: Yeah, that that was pretty wild. So one of the things that we do in M1 is you write out your five-year vision, all right? So I think it was two 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. The first line of my five-year vision was uh, my wife, myself, my wife, and my son are sitting on the back deck of our mountainside chalet. That was the first line that I wrote. And this was before I had done any real estate stuff. I was still working a corporate job. And, um, you know, a year and a half later, we closed on a mountainside chalet with the most amazing views in all of New Hampshire. You got 180 degree views of you know two ski resorts and Mount Washington. It's it's absolutely amazing, and um, I, I just I guess the subconscious mind went to work, right? Like that's just the power of the subconscious mind. It took a year and a half. I had no idea how I was going to do it, um, but it all came to fruition and it spawned this whole new business that ended up getting us out of our corporate jobs.
1: Yeah, amazing. So one of the things as you're listening to this and you know, Mike is I call it, a very down-to-earth guy. He's a solid guy, and all the people that he teaches. What you hear from him is he really cares, and he's committed, and he's he's all in, and he'll make a difference. Um, and and that's that's pretty cool. If you look at where you're going with your future, and now that you've come this far, you are in the hotel business. You've got several doors. Um, we were talking before as we go through this pandemic and you've become creative in, in dealing with it and your resolve is strong. Um, how excited are you about the future?
0: I, I'm fired up, man. Like it, it, for so long, I had that goal of leaving my job. It just, it almost just felt like a pipe dream. Like it was like yeah. being on a, you know, the, the rat wheel. Like I, I didn't know how I was gonna get off. And now that it's happened, it's just so freaking liberating, right? And it just the the direction that I'm seeing with the program, and you know, we've added some staff on the the property side. So I'm very removed from the majority of the property side now, and mm-hmm. I really get to focus on the teaching, which I love. Um, and I just see that continuing to scale and just embed a lot of the principles that I learned from you around personal development and how to manage your finances, right? I'm teaching people how to generate a lot of cash flow, but i got to make sure that you're managing it too. Otherwise you're going to lose it all. So it's just, how can I continue to add value and t- build a brand where I'm, I'm changing people's lives? Like that's, that's what I care about.
1: Now you, you were part of M1, a mastermind group and for the year, and then you graduate, you became an alumni and you've been with us uh, ever since, but you've done other things too, right? We, we are big believers in uh, tell, tell everybody a little bit. You've done UPW. What else have you done?
0: Yeah. So I've done UPW, which was cool. Cause you actually got to do my firewalk with me, which was awesome. That's right. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, I've done UPW. I've done a lot of uh, studying around Reiki and energy. So I right. ended up going through one, two and three and got my Reiki mastery actually a month ago. Um, so I've, I went down that path for a long time. I'm in a lot of different mastermind groups, more, business specific ones so like i'm in a few different short-term rental ones Uh, i'm in another one actually with edna that's kind of real estate and personal development mixed in Um, i've done some retreats in puerto rico Um, yeah i've done a lot of different things Um, and i still have some other stuff on my radar for the next 12 months or so but it's just a blend of everything right i'm always looking for the nuggets that i can use and incorporate right like when people are looking to get into the airbnbs and they're like well what did you do and I was like I'm a student man I bought every course I could get my hands on and then I took action and I figured out what would work for me and I created my own little system out of everything but just like anything I always I always first find a mentor I get educated I set my goals and then I have I set some accountability around it it's like a formula and it, yeah. it just works
1: and you, you took a speaking course with Mark Yegi, I mean, you just, you yep. just did little things that were going to refine you and give you a little bit more confidence. And eventually the pieces came together and now you're, you know, the Airbnb guy. How can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about some of your courses? Yeah, for
0: sure. They can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at the Airbnb guy. Uh, we did a God, it was, it went for over two hours The training you and I did a few weeks ago, but, uh, they can get a free copy of that recording at strsecrets.com. Um, yeah. And just, you know, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. I'm working on a YouTube channel right now to do a lot more like long form educational content and just put out as much value as I can.
1: Okay. Fantastic. And for those people that are, you know, thinking, you know, I don't know if I like this or I not, um, can they, can they poke around, kick a tire, answer some questions and know what's involved?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I always tell people, watch the training, go through, because I cover all of the frequently asked questions on the training. But then if there's more questions, yeah, definitely shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. I'm always happy to talk shop. Um, I always, the first question, guys, if you reach out to me, I'm going to ask you, why do you want to do this business? Like, what's your why? Because if you don't know that, I can't really help you because The mechanics are simple, but you, I don't know what your why is,
1: yeah. And give us um, an example of one of your students that's had some success. What does that look like?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, this, the one that always comes to my head first is uh, a swimmer named Holly, and it's, it, I guess, it just sits more home with me because of everything that went on with my son, but she built a short term rental business. Uh, that caters to kids that are going through cancer treatments and things like that. So she finds all these homes that are near the hospitals that have treatment centers and she like decks out the houses and makes them really cool and exciting for the kids. And it's called Holly's homes. And she's up in Canada. And last time I talked to her, she had either 11 or 13 properties within a year that she got up and running, which was awesome. It was so cool. Um, And then, you know, it ranges from everybody that really wants to scale and go big to folks like, you know, Brad and Jamie that you know from M1, right? They live up in um, the D.C. area or Virginia area, excuse me. And they bought a house in Disney that they can run for a couple hours a week. They said that I checked in with them last week. They're like, yeah, it's about two hours a week, completely out of state. And that property pays them a monthly profit. Plus, they get to use it whenever they want. So, you know, we've kind of had the whole gamut of folks that really want to scale it yeah. into a big business or just want
1: to own a vacation house. Fantastic. Um, favorite book or one of your favorite books?
0: I'll throw one out there that a lot of people probably haven't heard of. It's called Psycho-Cybernetics. Uh, that book, that one in uh, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza, they really break down the science of the law of attraction, like in crazy detail. And when I started to understand that stuff, it just blew my mind away.
1: So. Nice. You could have dinner with one person dead or alive. Who would it be? Oof. Um, the rock. Nice. I like it. I like it. What a cool guy. Mike Shogren, the Airbnb guy has been hanging out on the I am moving podcast. Very proud to say he's one of our graduates. He's done a great job. He's helped a lot of people. He's going to help a lot more people. But more importantly, he's impacted his life by making him a better version of himself. Mike, thanks for dropping by. Thanks for having me.
0: So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to be Rock's private VIP Mastermind guest. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy
1: extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.